Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part five, the exciting conclusion of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And now enjoy the exciting conclusion of the podcast. I'm surprised Stephen Lambert is alive. Like, I'm just going to say that. Well, that's a very obvious dummy that they've like when you watch that and the dummy like, oh when, yeah, that when it, that when part. it slams like, into the wall, it yeah, like yeah. flops around like the fucking fucking yeah. uh, above the law dummy like flop flop flop. Yeah, no, I mean when he was climbing back up, like he's clearly oh, yes. yeah, yeah. he's clearly outside that building climbing. It's it's dope. I'm very surprised he's alive. That was a good shot when he's climbing back up. Yes, and then we get the actual finale sword fight. I don't know how again Cho got his sword back, but. These guys climb up, and you can see the full chrome mask of Braden here. And we get the, the finale sword fight on the roof of the building in in Salt Lake City, Utah here. In not L.A., yeah. In not L.A. <laughs> and Cho does that little clap together, hold the sword with his hands, and literally bends the sword away and uses yeah. the glint of the sword to blind Braden. It's fucking stupid, but it it's cool for the movie. But then Brayden makes a fucking flamethrower yes. <laughs> out of his palms. Yes. This is like American Ninja with the lasers. Yeah, when he had the laser. It's uh yeah, it's just it's just weird. But I mean I think they were just going to I think they were just trying to make something exciting, right? Like yes. yeah, for yeah. the kids. Like that's that's the thing. When we were kids, like they would do like Oh yeah, well this is a movie for kids. Well, what happened? Oh, we kill a wife and a baby and a grandmother and a bunch of neighbors. <laughs> and, like, oh, that that's how it starts. But that's what we were raised on, dude. Like we yeah. were raised oh, yeah. we were literally raised on violence. And when he's when he fucking stabs Braden and the blood shoots out and and you, and you can clearly see the hose that the blood is coming out of. You can you can see the hose pretty clearly. <laughs> Um, and then he slashes the chrome mask and it splits like that, the way that they rigged that with the squib, like really, really awesome. Like pretty great. You got it. You got to give credit where credit's due. That was great. That was great. He opens his hand and the, the, the little family symbol is in his hand. Kane comes upstairs. Daddy, right. Runs up, gives his dad a hug. It's pretty awesome. And I think Kathy shows up if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man. Like it's a, it's a good little wrap up. 
to the thing. Kathy's in a robe because she has to be half naked all the time in her contract, I guess. But it's good, man. Like, it's a nice little wrap-up. Braden's dead. The You know, his son's okay. He's got his son now, and Kathy's there. And we get the helicopter shot, the kind of sort of final diehard, again, spin around, cut to credits. And that's a wrap, dude. That's a wrap on Revenge of the Ninja. Yeah, it is clearly... It's clearly the best of the Ninja trilogy, and it's also yes. the most fucked up. Well, I wouldn't go that far. We we have yet to well, yeah, Ninja that's 3, true. which is pretty that's fucking true. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. They all are, but you know what? I would, I would welcome, I would welcome a resurgence of these cheap canon Ninja films. I would, I don't know who owns the rights to them, but if I had the dough, I would, I would buy it and bring them back, man. It would be amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. They're super fun. They're really dumb. Like, to go back, like, we love these martial arts movies the way people love cheesy, fucked up horror movies. Yeah. Love those, right? It's the exact same thing. It's just a different genre. That's all. So, you know, this is really fun as shit. Like, I, I can't I can't tell you how much I enjoyed going back to watch this movie. It's so much fun. And you I had a blast. So hard. Oh fuck! I had yeah, fun like, watching this. You dude. watch this film. You you know, like you're enjoying the action. Like you're having a fun time watching the martial arts. And then Ninja like swings his sword. And then his next move is his arms a flamethrower. You know, there's fucking <laughs> robots. There's fucking mannequins. Shit that doesn't make sense. But you know what? You have a really really good time. And Shokazugi, uh, he's exciting to watch. Again we talk about a lot of these guys that, you know, they don't have the acting chops, but they do a good enough job and they have a strong enough screen presence that they pull you in. Yeah. Yeah. They do pull you in. You want to see what happens to them. And even though every now and then you go, Oh, come on, come the, okay. Fuck, seriously. Yeah. On. And there's like, like, and that's, and that's no disrespect to any of these guys. No, like, you know, Don no. Wilson, Don Wilson did a couple of movies. You know, Shokazugi did a ton of movies. There's a lot of guys that are that are really exciting to watch, but don't really have a lot of acting range. But they they make very entertaining films. Yeah, these are really fun, man. These are fun as shit. I I can't tell you how much I enjoy watching these films, and I'm excited to watch more of them in upcoming seasons. Well, I mean, just by virtue of the fact that the Chrome Masked Ninja opens up the fucking sauna, looks at Kane Kasugi and goes, <laughs> and then just closes the door and walks away. Like, it's, it's fucking great. That's one of my favorite moments in the whole movie, <laughs> just for, for pure laughter's sake. It's absolutely tremendous. All right, let's roll through the categories here. What do you got for music and Foley for this? Music and Foley, I'm, I'm going to give it a three, uh, three-fifths out of five. It's It's decent, but I mean, like, you know, the last few films that we've done, like the soundtrack was such, you know, an integral part of the film. Like we did Vision Quest, we did Lady Snowblood, and we did Bloodsport. So we're really coming off three films that had yeah. solid soundtracks. So it might be a little bit unfair to do this one right now, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to give it three-fifths out of five for soundtrack. Nothing fantastic for me, but also nothing offensive, so it works. Yeah, I'm going right middle of the road. I'm going two and a half fists out of five for this. Again, it it's it doesn't stand out as being like, oh, this was good, and it wasn't offensively bad where it took me out like, oh, this blows. It was just a generic soundtrack for a generic movie 
they didn't give a shit about it. They didn't put any thought into it, but it doesn't take away from it at all. So I'm going right through the middle, two and a half fists out of five. Uh, what about acting? The acting in this, uh, I'm going to go three fists out of five for the acting. Again, when I say somebody's not a good actor, that's not a slight against them. Like, Shokazugi's got great screen presence, but as far as acting, like, his family's murdered and he's wooden-faced and his kid's <laughs> kidnapped and he's wooden-faced. You know, Keith Vitale is, is exciting. I think that my favorite actor in this whole thing was Kane Kasugi. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, 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 I just... I don't know. I was just kind of drawn into this little kid. Like, you know, he's standing around a lot of the time with his mouth open, you know, just kind of looking up and, and whatnot. But you know, the acting, you typically don't go to B movies for the acting anyway. Um, so that's where I'm going to give it a a three fists out of five for acting. Yeah. I'm going to go 3.5 fists because I remembered a couple of points with show Kazuki, even though I totally agree with you in, your family's murdered and you go whoa <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's really very little range there at all but yeah. when he comes up you know when he's being dragged behind that truck and his eyes come up or that was when, really good like that was great when he's when he's breaking the seal on his sword i thought his intensity was really great there there's a couple of points where i was like oh this is you know it's pretty great and it stood out 35 years later or whatever the hell it is now yeah so I, you know, I can't really knock it for that. Everybody else was okay and and did their jobs, so I I can't really fault it. I'll go three point five fists out of five for acting. I'm gonna bring up too, just really quickly when you said like the intense eyes. He did that too when he played Hasegawa. Yes, yes, he did. When we did uh, Enter the Ninja, um, like there was a couple of moments where he was killing people and it. And uh, I think in the in the last fight, the final fight, he does uh, he does a yeah. thing where he can bloodshot his eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he his eyes look like they're fucking bleeding when he makes those really intense things. I don't know if he rubs salt in them or like, what he does, yeah, but eye drops chlorine into his shit or whatever. Yeah, but uh, really, really, uh, really good thing that you you mentioned that. Yeah, really good uh, good point to bring up. What about martial arts? The martial arts are fucking goofy, um, but I really, I really enjoyed, like, I really enjoyed them. So I am going to go four fists out of five for the martial arts. Yeah. Because if I wasn't, and I just want to word this properly, if I wasn't, like, thoroughly enjoying them, I was fucking laughing my ass off at them. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So... Like, when the martial arts are good in this film, like, Keith Vitale's got some good moves. Shokasugi, of course, has some great moves. Kane's got some great moves. Even when he's fighting the adult, like, that that was that was pretty cool. It was, So, yeah. overall, and when we classify this, we also include, like, stunt work, too, right? So, yep. like, the whole thing with the van, I thought that was exceptional. Tremendous, and then yeah. the stuff that wasn't tremendous, like... The fucking laughing or the robot <laughs> arm or the mannequin. Like, that made me laugh out loud. So, yeah, this is not by any means one of the greatest martial arts films, but I am going to give it four fists out of five for entertaining the living shit out of me. Yeah, I would totally agree with that, dude. And I will also go four fists out of five for the same reasons. I can't deny that there are times during that opening slaughter when shokazuki fucks up all those ninjas there's some good moments in there that look really good 
when he's fighting throughout the movie. The the alleyway scene, the van scene. There are some really good moments where I'm like, oh, that looked cool. Oh, that was pretty good. And then the parts that aren't good, as you said, I'm laughing my balls off because it's so yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> it just comes out yeah. of nowhere. And you're like, where the well, fuck did and, he get a mannequin? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and hats off to Stephen Lambert for all those reverse shots. Yes, too, man. Right? Like he yeah. did a lot. Like he did a lot of reverse shots that I did not pick up on when I was a kid. But then, like, you literally see a guy do a fucking bat flip from the ground and land on top of a fucking wall. You're like, Jesus, how the fuck? Well, you can't fake that, everybody. Like, you know, you bought it as a kid. And, uh, you know, then you see it now and you're like, oh, we just did it backwards. Um, But still, very, very skilled and a, a lot of a lot of excellent thinking in dealing with such a small budget and a short time frame. So hats off to him. Well, and he went on to to work in movies like Time Cop and Star yeah. Trek Insurrection. He did Total Recall, the 1990 version with Arnold. Like, he's done some good stuff after this that was cool. Like, Total Recall is fucking dope. That's a good movie. It really is. The Arnold one is. Yeah, the Arnold one. That's what I mean, the 1990. Like, that's a good yeah. movie and really fun. So, I mean, Stephen Lambert kind of cut his teeth on this one. And it's good, man. Like, there's some good stuff. There's some goofy as fuck stuff. But there's some really good stuff here, too. So I can't go yep. I can't go less than four-fifths out of five for martial arts. Yep. Would you put Sammo Hung in this movie to make it better? I, I definitely would put Sammo in here to, to make it a better film. I think, I, think that, I think that the martial arts are okay in this film. And I think that Sammo would elevate the action to a much higher level. So if we had Sammo playing... Braden, I think we would have had a much more exciting film. And when you have somebody like Samo who can play it serious or who can play it funny, like can you just imagine Samo popping up wearing that mask and That's laughing or really good. sticking his next, sticking yeah. his head in there? Um <laughs> and the rooftop scene, like they could have done they could have done some really like the the couple of scenes where where the silver mass ninja the Braden character is you know like popping out from behind buildings and stuff, Samo would fucking kill that. So I would Samo I would, would put him that. in there and I put him in the role of Braden to uh, to light it up. Where would you put Samo? I I didn't think about putting him as Braden. That's a really good spot for him. I in my head I put him as Caifano. <laughs> oh Jesus! I thought he'd be funny as yeah. the mob boss because then you could have a couple of fight scenes with the mob boss, but he could be a goofy, funny, but serious, yeah. threatening mob boss too, right? Yeah. But you might get a couple extra fight scenes in there when Braden goes to kill all the mob people. Like there was a Caifano death scene in there that got cut out of the 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 120 minute version. Oh, really? You okay. kind of never know what happens to Caifano, right? Like he just kind of leaves, right? Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, there's, there's no real resolution with him. But if you put if you put Samo in there as Caifano, you could have a really fun little final scene there, and you could have a couple fun scenes in the middle with Caifano fighting too, right? So I think that nice. that might be a yeah. fun spot to put him. Um, would you? Where would you put, or would you put William Hung in here to make this worse? Uh, I would put him as Shokazugi's first son that gets killed in the fucking pagoda. <laughs> 
I would just have him. I would just. I would just have him point to the bushes and go ninjas, and then get an arrow to the fucking neck. Like, that's that's what I would do. I'd put William Hung right there, and he would just like ninjas, boom. And as he Thump. goes to the ground, he's like, I have no formal training in fighting. And then he's dead. Um, <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a wrap on William Hung. Where would you put William Hung? I would put him as the uh, the the Japanese starburst thug in the park with all the gay cut, all the gay thugs. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> so Shokazuki could jump on his legs and put his fingers in his ears. <laughs> Can you imagine William Hung wearing that fucking... Or the cowboy. I put him as the cowboy, too. Like, that'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> you could cut off half his mustache. Well, hey, I have no formal training yeah. and shaving. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's fun as fuck. All right, man. That is a wrap on 1983's Revenge of the Ninja. We will do Ninja 3, The Domination, next season as the wrap-up of the Ninja trilogy before we move on to other Ninja movies. Coming up next on You Have Offended This Podcast, we're going to jump even farther back in history. We're going back to 1976 for, again, not a traditional martial arts movie. We're moving into the boxing world, and we're going back to the classic Rocky. Yeah. Shit, I'm excited for this, because I remember I said, well, Rocky's not a martial arts movie, and you said, fuck you, boxing is a martial art. We're doing it. And I said, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Can't argue that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That'll be fine, pal. <laughs> That'll be fine. So, yeah, this is a great film. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And I, I, I think we've got a really good selection of films this year. Like, been really happy with the ones that we've done thus far for season three. And uh, getting into Rocky will be uh, great. Because this is one that's more about the story and the characters as opposed to the fighting. Where Revenge of the Ninja, the one with the, that we just did, is just... Here's some fun and exciting fighting, and we're, we're going to entertain you. So I love how all of these movies are in kind of that same genre, but also very different. Yeah, this is literally a an Oscar-winning best picture. So I, I, I'm really excited to get into Rocky. So coming up next week, we are doing the Sylvester Stallone Talia Shire classic, Rocky, on You Have Offended This Podcast. <laughs>